Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And I am super pumped because guess who I have back on the show? Yes, it's Christy Hart. She's back. I've talked her her into coming here. Well, twisted her arm, but you know, she came fairly willingly. So, you know, Christy, yay, what are we going to talk about today? I'm always a willing participant when it comes to your data. <laughs> so, yeah, today I think we were wanting to talk about projected confidence, what you're putting out there into the world and what people are picking up because you're putting something out. What are they picking up from what you're putting out? Mm-hmm. And even, you know, we can expand on that and go into, you know, projected energy in general because like there's so much being projected at us all the time and what do we do with that how do we deal with it and the idea of you know how do we intentionally change what we're putting out so yeah I think we have like a you know agenda absolutely (laughs) and this is such a powerful one because you know I do a lot of work with the subconscious because I've done you know I do some hypnosis and triconscious alignment so when we're doing work with hypnosis we pick up things sub- on a subconscious level that we simply might not consciously recognize, but it is the majority of our decision-making is based on what we're picking up subconsciously. Yeah. It's, that is where we have that reactive response to something is that subconscious level or, you know, just that, uh, the limbic brain, right? The, the reptilian brain kicks in. Oh yeah. Your gut feeling, your intuition. So some of that is actually higher wisdom coming through. And some of it is also your subconscious mind picking up on cues that the other person is throwing out there that you might not have even seen. So for instance, you might not have paid attention to the other person fidgeting with their hands. Well, your subconscious mind picked that up as that other person being anxious or nervous, or perhaps they weren't telling the whole truth. So it's a really powerful, um, it's a powerful skill to develop to understand what other people are projecting at you mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And then there's like, for me, I, I'm always approaching the, you know, straight energy side of it. And, you know, for so many people, they've got, they've got all their baggage, they got all their, their crap and shit up, right? And they're basically spewing it out into the world. <laughs> wow, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is pretty much the definition of hot mess. So you see <laughs> yes. somebody and, you're, and when you're talking about somebody, you're saying, oh, that person is a hot mess. That's what you're talking about. Absolutely. It's just this, you know, I, I envision, you know, back in the days when we were watching, um, you know, the cartoons, right? Pigpen. If you remember Charlie Brown? <laughs> and Pigpen, he's running around. He's got that stuff. He's just like carrying this film everywhere. And if you walk past Pig, Pigpen anywhere close, you're like encompassed and enveloped in the shitstorm. I love that analogy. Yeah, and because that's what it feels like. So as we're opening up and more and more of us are having access to higher wisdom, we are we are sensing that energy on a whole another level and then we pick it up and carry it off with us and think it's ours. Yes. 
Yes, which is so dangerous when you start thinking it's yours. Actually, it was so funny. So I had a, a, a conversation on Facebook with somebody just today, and and I suggested I said, you know, hey, did you have you ever thought of checking in to see if any of that stuff is even yours? And and she's like, well, you know, you know, I do energy work, and you know, that's you know, I you know, I this is mine. I'm not sure how you can say that that my illness is not mine, and my feelings are not mine. They're mine. I feel them. It's like okay that's a that's a great question there isn't it you know <laughs> like, let's not be open to anything else right 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 well some of us we will hold on to our limits mm, huge we will hold on to our limits and then they will manifest in our life we will actually project them out so if yeah. we think that we're weak something will happen in our life to prove to us that we are indeed correct. So maybe we'll (laughs) sprain an ankle or we'll get sick quite often or, you know, little things, big things, they all seem to come and it's all us projecting out there what we believe inside. Yeah. Oh, so true. And, and, you know, it's like when people are really deep in that, you know, that muck, it's hard to pull your head out of it and realize that, you know, your internal crap is being shown to you through the mess of your life, that hot mess. And, you know, at first it seems like, well, stop telling me that. Like, stop making me, you know, (laughs) responsible. Stop putting me in the power seat. Just stop it. Just stop it. I don't want to be in the power seat. (laughs) And that's something that we all go through at first. When it's time to take, when it's time to take control of our lives, the very first thing that happens is we start to realize that we might have to take responsibility and we, most of us are like, no, (laughs) I don't want it. It's not me. It's all these things happening in my life. And those things are happening in your life that that is, yes, you have concrete evidence. Those (laughs) things are happening, but also. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's below that? Like I remember back, you know, when I was really attached to, to being the victim, Right. Cause, oh, yeah. And I'd love people to know this because I have not always been this strong, confident woman that I am now. Right. I used to be the queen of victim, the queen <laughs> of hot mess, attracting <laughs> shit into my life. Really, I was. I was so attached to that. I was like, no, it is everyone else's fault. It's the economy. And oh, I yeah. just, I can't survive as a massage therapist because there's too many massage therapists in town. They're all taking my business and yeah I was good at that and then it gets really bad when people start blaming the clients oh Oh, yeah that's a rough one because that will destroy a business yes (laughs) when you start saying well I could do better but my clients this and my clients that God, yes. Okay. That that's still a little bit painful. Like really had to yeah. bring that up. I I did do that. I really did. Uh more particular with my massage supply outlet store that I had. I was like, right. I could be making a lot more money if all of these people would just spend all of their money with me instead of going to other stores. Well, wouldn't that be wonderful if we all just <laughs> did everything each other wanted to? <laughs> so, wouldn't it be wonderful if I just gave you all my money? 
That'd be great. <laughs> or Would if somebody you? gave me all their money. <laughs> I, know, I, don't know. I know. I'm philanthropic, but I'm not, I'm not quite at that level yet where 100% is going out the door. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Let me know when you're there. I, know. <laughs> I will totally take your money, really. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's the truth of it. And it's not a terrible place to be, to be in that tomorrow to be yeah. in that martyrdom space. It's just the starting point. That's all it is. So we don't have to judge ourselves about where we are or judge other people when we see them in that space. Yeah. It's more about understanding what space that you're in. So now when you know where you are, you can better find the route to where you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's that piece of like, okay, so let's get out of judgment and say, okay, you know, for me, I'm like, I did an amazing job of being victim. I was so good at victim and martyrdom. It's like, <laughs> I was like the queen of it. And, and shifting it, right? When you start shifting it and you go, okay, I'm really good at this. Instead yeah. of instead of like, oh my God, I can't believe I've been playing victim all this time. And oh my God, I'm such no. a loser, a loser. And that's just like loser on top of loser. But when you spin it and you start going, I'm really good at this. And maybe I want a new role. Love that. Love that. Because yeah, we can change our roles. And I'll tell you where we can recognize it the easiest. So there's this discipline of study called transactional analysis, and it's about looking at our relationships with others and how we play grown-up versions of the same games we played when we were kids, mm -hmm. only now they're more complicated and the stakes are higher. <laughs> <laughs> right? So true. So one of the games, and this happens a lot in, in female relationships, this I can say is most definitely the female's favorite game in a relationship. And it certainly is mine. I will totally admit this. I played a <laughs> I play it a little different. I might use, you know, implements, but I still play the game. <laughs> and the game is called Now I've Got You, You Son of a Bitch. Oh. Oh, and that yes. is that is where we corner our lover or our spouse and make them feel guilty for something, anything. It really doesn't matter. Oh, you Ouch. didn't put your dishes in the sink. Oh, Ouch. you didn't take out the trash. And Ouch. now you've caused this domino effect. And now, you know, you've hurt me in some way because you didn't take out the trash or you forgot to tell me I'm pretty or you know, you've injured me in some way. <laughs> this yeah. is your fault. You need to feel bad for this. Oh God, we've, uh, yeah, I'm sure we've all been there. I know I'm going to own that as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've done those days. <laughs> ask my husband. He can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Ask my, or better yet, ask my ex. <laughs> so before we come conscious, be we become conscious of that. I'm sure we have a list of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I certainly do. Well, I yeah. certainly do. Yeah. <laughs> so how do, how do we change that? And that's the question. How do we change that? So number one, right, is by recognizing it. Yes. It's by that little step every day of, okay, maybe you still do it, but at yep. least now you know that you're doing it. Mm. And so you start to see how often you do it. Yeah. Are there, do you do it more in your relationship or do you do it evenly everywhere throughout your life? <laughs> Does everybody get a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Or are you focusing it on one person? I know in my life when I was running my business and my husband was working in my business with me and I would focus everything on him. Wow. It was his fault. 
that he didn't do the work order right. So I had issues in the office, <laughs> you know, and it, and it expanded from there. And that poor guy did get the grunt, did get the brunt of it. I, I don't envy him um, in the past, <laughs> but that's the first step, right? Is to recognize where we are with this yeah, and to say, I want better. I love it. And I would throw in while you're recognizing it, to give yourself the space of not judging yourself for it, not making yourself wrong for it so that we can make that change easier. And that's, that's exactly right. Um, So I love problem solving and that's one of my hobbies. And when we're problem solving, the first step is brainstorming. And when you're brainstorming, you cannot judge any idea that comes up no matter how foolish it is. And that's how I feel about when we're recognizing what space we're in. We cannot judge ourselves. We just understand where we are. That's it. It, mm-hmm. it has no meaning besides now you know where you are so you can get better get to where you want to be. Yeah. I love it. I do too. I love that you added that, the not judging ourselves. It's yeah. so important because that's, I don't know, for me, that's where I come from is that the, the root of everything <laughs> is this, and I know, I'm like, I'm going to simplify it. The root of all of your problems is 49. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the root of all evil. <laughs> the, root of, the root of everything that I see that, that people want to change is self-judgment. And if we stop judging ourselves, then we can just make the changes without getting all, you know, buggered about it. I absolutely believe that. And if you do choose to judge yourself for the space that you're in and beat yourself up, well, guess what? You're never getting out of that space. That's not going to provide you the motivation that you need to change long-term. For sure. You're just going to keep yourself down because you're disempowering yourself at the same time you're telling yourself to change and it just doesn't jive. It's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah. You know, here, oh, here, I hate you, but like, come along, come along for the ride, but I hate you. (laughs) I know. I I really don't like you, but I want you to do this right now. Yeah. I mean, that would work in the dungeon, I guess, but (laughs) possibly, but outside of there, it's probably not going to (laughs) work. And even within the dungeon, you can't really mean it. You know? No, no, yeah. you, you you don't mean anything like that. But you know, <laughs> some people like the humiliation aspects, and you might say something like that, um, and it would and it might work to encourage them, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. But outside of that space, that's not going to work when you're talking to yourself internally. Um, so yeah, don't yeah. be your own inner hater. <laughs> cool. So I knew I kind of threw you off. Was there more steps that you wanted to get to? Well, when we're talking about actually projecting what we want into the world and out there, and we're talking about not judging it to understand what space we're in. Okay, so we're in a space right now we don't want to be in, right? We're projecting the wrong thing. Um, Maybe we're projecting a lack of confidence, or maybe we're projecting um, that we have some serious issues. Have you ever been called the crazy girl? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, nobody Um, ever called me that. (laughs) right? (laughs) So, so, you know, yeah, what are you projecting out into the world? So I would say even before the first step of recognizing is figuring, you can ask people, you can ask people, what vibe am I giving off? Although, you know, I'm going to challenge you on that because 
I asked people for a long time, and I guess I've always projected a bit of this strength and just didn't realize it because people never wanted to tell me the truth. Okay, that is true. <laughs> like nobody okay. would ever go, you know Let what? You're just being a lame ass bitch. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I have always had a best friend who is a total bitch. And I love that. You need a you need a bitch best friend. Absolutely. And the reason for that is because she will tell you the truth when yes. no one else will. So if you don't have one, hire one. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> you need somebody who will tell you the truth, who doesn't care whether you like them or not. Yes. Um, you need that. Everybody else will sugarcoat it until it, the message has lost its meaning. Yeah. And or, you know, they'll, yeah, they'll beat around the bush. They'll beat around the bush. Yeah. And you know, I had, I had, a, it was interesting. It takes me back to a um, consultation call that I had recently. And, you know, I, I had this woman and I, you know, I really just had zero attachment to whether she worked with me or not. Um, so I just was like willing to say exactly what she needed to hear. Now, most of the time I am completely willing to tell people exactly what they hear, but I did not sugarcoat it one iota, which normally I would soften a little bit in that first call. (laughs) So, you know, she got it full barrels. I was like, you know what? You're completely addicted to being a victim. And until you let that go, nothing's going to change. And she was like, oh my God, nobody's ever pointed that out to me. And I'm like, yeah, because they're just people are lame and bald like they just lack the balls to say it well it's true and even if they don't lack the balls i mean oh some some people cannot handle that sort of thing and it will bring a shit storm into (laughs) 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 it will rain hell upon you if you tell somebody the truth sometimes you know as as life coaches we get to do that and that is the highest way to help somebody is to tell them with absolute honesty where they are and what they need to do. Yeah. Um, but not everybody's ready for that. And if they haven't asked for that, especially. <laughs> well, yeah, if they haven't asked for it, you definitely don't yeah. want to go around, you know, Hey, tap you on the shoulder. <laughs> do you know that you're an absolute bitch? <laughs> I just want to tell you, like, I love you, but <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. We, we have to be cognizant of that, but I think, yeah, when we're projecting out that energy, just finding out where you are. And so you can do that in different ways. So there is the ask your bitchy friend. Let's rephrase that. Not just anybody. <laughs> your ask honest your bitchy friend. friend. Honest yeah. friend. <laughs> and then also realize that everybody's going to have um, <clears throat> their own place that they want you to focus on. So if you ask your parents, <laughs> what energy you're projecting be like well you're not projecting one that's gonna have kids in the next five years or, <laughs> or whatever it is that they are harping on at the moment. Yes. if you ask your boss they might say well you're not projecting one that gets their work done quick enough <laughs> um so just understand that whoever you ask is going to have their own realm that they <laughs> that they're holding you in yeah yeah. Um, but understanding that you can also video yourself. I mean, in this world where we have video cameras on our phones, take a moment to video yourself just doing your normal thing or having a phone conversation. Don't video the whole phone conversation. I think that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only illegal if you share it with somebody else. Okay. Do something with, if you if you record it for your own use and then delete it afterwards, that would not be considered illegal. Yeah, I don't need somebody saying, you know, Christy Hart told me I could record every phone call. No, <laughs> no, no, no. And you're not <laughs> recording both sides anyway. You're only recording the one. Side. Yeah, but record yourself. Record yourself talking to people. Record yourself when you're out. 
um, and don't play to the camera. Just record yourself. Just find out who you are and what you're projecting mm. and what you're, what you're actually, what you actually look like. Yeah. So that to me is number one. That's a great tool. Cause I know that they've, you know, I've had that tool from a speaking perspective. You know, you record yourself speaking, oh, yeah. but then you, you go back and you look at it as if you are a speaker coach not as you, the performer, not, you know, you and going, Oh, I don't like that outfit. No, my hair is out of line, but like, <laughs> you got to put a different hat on. You get, sure. totally, you totally different hat. And that's the same thing. I think in this case, like you got to put a different hat and you know, an objective hat and kind of go, okay, if I was coaching myself here, mm-hmm. what would I notice? And I love that you said that because that does go to the point about not judging yourself. Um, yes. I know before I stepped into a decent amount of confidence, I could not stand to hear my voice on a recording. Mm. And I liked to sing, which was, <laughs> which was quite a conundrum. <laughs> so, uh, but I couldn't stand to hear my voice. And then for some reason, after I gained confidence, I don't think my voice changed, but <laughs> now I have no problem with it. I love my voice. Yeah. Although the voice does change, like the more you do your own inner work, your, your resonance Mm -hmm. changes. Um, And isn't that what we're talking about? Yeah. So as we're doing inner work, what changes, what's going to change as you start improving yourself? What's going to change as you start getting more confidence? What are people going to notice? Do you want me to answer that? Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. I'm like, that sounds like a question Anybody, that needs to be well, answered. <laughs> you know, and then the listeners too for themselves because they have, I'm sure that. they have their own things. Yeah. I mean, I notice, project. like I've really noticed the more I've been stepping into this, A, my voice has changed. And I've had, I've had several speaker coaches really comment on, you know, they've listened to something that I did, you know, say two years ago and something now there is a big difference in the, in the voice. I've also had some vocal training, which has helped. Oh my. I know. I'm, I'm really invested in, in growing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we all are. Yeah. I love it. I'm addicted. I'm a bit of a junkie, but I, I think the other thing is that like, for me, there's just been this difference in a comfort level in my body. Mm. Like I am so much more comfortable in my body in, you know, like I will buy the clothes that look great and I will not buy anything no matter how much it's on sale. If it's just a like, <laughs> okay. And I used to do that, right? I used to be like, well, you know, it's a really good deal and it's not bad. Maybe if I adjusted it, no. It and that's looks, it. And then you spend the whole time fidgeting with your outfit and yeah, looking. Yeah. 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 So looking like you got ants in your pants. Right. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, forget it. So now like I have, i feel so much better about me that I'm willing to only settle for what looks amazing on me. And then of yes. course that adds to your confidence, right? Cause if you, if you put something on, it's like, Oh, this looks great on my body. I look fabulous in this. And that adds to your confidence because you feel better. Oh, it absolutely does. Yeah. I mean, and you can, you can find something that you really like, but if it doesn't look good on you or if it doesn't fit you properly, and then Mm. you're just walking around messing with it the whole time, that, that is, it not only doesn't project confidence, (laughs) but it's actually working against your confidence internally because now you're messing with things and you're not able to focus on being present in the moment, right where you are. You're focused on your shirt writing up. (laughs) 
I know. And you know, the other thing for, for confidence, I think a really big win is, you know, I'm, I'm always all about the business. So, you know, business wise, if you're out networking, you're standing on a stage, you need to do a presentation or ask for the sale, all of those things you, when you project confidence, it is so much more compelling for people to come and talk to you, to stay talking with you, find out more, you know, want to listen to your pitch, all of those things. Oh, that, God, that yes. Confidence is huge for it. And, you know, it's almost like the way you feel, the audience can sense it. Have you ever watched something and felt embarrassed for somebody because oh, they felt embarrassed? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, it's torture. Yes, it is torture. torture. Yeah, as somebody who's <laughs> who's very energy sensitive and, and like when I'm – I'm always very aware of what's going on with people's bodies. So when I hear speakers who are not in their body, I just want to like crawl out of my skin. It drives me body. I remember this one person who's, she's very successful. She's like multimillionaire and, you know, she has a huge uh, organization. And, and so she comes and speaks to the, you know, the groups of her organization. And every time I hear her speak, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me because she's not at all in her body. Oh, yeah. Maybe she's memorized her speech or... Well, it's very, you know, it's very proficient. It's very, you know, timed and poised and she says the right words and she says them in the right way. But for me, there's like zero energy connection to it. And it's completely inauthentic, which, you know, then my bullshit meter is like going, ah, 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 the whole time (laughs) that I'm listening to her, right? So (laughs) Right. You're picking something up subconsciously. And God, Mm -hmm. I love that you brought that up. So... We can do everything perfect mm. on paper, right? We can, yep. we can nail the speech. We can have memorized every word. We can have hit all the points that we set out to hit. We can walk across the stage. We can make eye contact with the audience. <laughs> we can make sure our shoulders are back and our chest is out and our head is at the right angle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can make sure we're blinking slower. We can, there is a lot to it. You can make sure you're doing all of that perfectly and you'll still put out (laughs) the vibe of how you're actually feeling. Yes. Yes. It's so true because, you know, 93% of what, of our communication, 93% of it is nonverbal and you know, so only a section of that is our body language. The rest of it is who we are and how we show up in the world. That's true. There are, there are different scales of that number, but none of them go below 70%. Right. Um, and yes, it's how we're showing up. I do a trick. I do a little trick just to mess, you know, to test my energy to make sure I know where I am. And that trick is silence. Mm. If you can just stand in a crowded room and attract people with nothing but your energy, The people who you attract will tell you what energy you're putting out there. Ooh, that's cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So test yourself. Who are you attracting? And this happens in your life too. If you're (laughs) attracting the same kind of people on a consistent basis, it's because you're putting a certain type of energy out there. Yeah. And, right. and the energy that you're putting out is a direct reflection of, you know, how much clear, like how much work you've done internally, you know, the more baggage you have, you are running around like pig pen, 
And so, <laughs> you know, you're attracting other pig pens, you know, the yeah. other hot messes that are also running around with lots of baggage and can't see anything because they got this, you know, the visor is so blurry. Right? It's true. It's really true. So look at the people you're attracting. And that's also a hint as to what you're putting out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I've really noticed that like, you know, each, each up level, so to speak. Right. You know, every time, every time I I grow and I stretch and, you know, now it's like I'm attracting better and better people. And I really hate that word. That's such a judgment, but so, you know, as I've been changing, I'm attracting different people. And so now the people that I'm attracting, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. They're playing a bigger game and they're able to connect me to bigger connectors. And like, it's just this ladder, like that's where it happens. I, I remember hearing somebody say, grow your business to a million dollars because of who you will become in order to get there. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, we are the product of the five people we hang out with most. Mm -hmm. So who are you attracting to hang out with most? Are you attracting the people that are going to help you move up? Because we're taking in everything that they're putting out too. So when the people around you are putting out energy, it's not just energy that's going flying off into the world. That is energy you're picking up. Uh You're going to use it. You're going Uh to start reading the same things they read. You're going to start doing the same things they do, even maybe dressing the same way they dress. You know, birds of a a feather, we're going to flock together. Absolutely. And so, yeah be careful about who you're hanging out with and look at the people that you are spending the most of your time with. What I usually tell people is this, if you want to be like somebody, do what they do, be around them, take their advice. And if you don't want to be like somebody, do not do those things. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hang out with them. (laughs) Yeah. And there are, of course, situations where we're forced to, we have families, things like that. And not everybody yeah. and everybody's family is, is top well, notch. But it's about the five, the, the top five, like who That's are you it. spending the most time with? So That's it's not, it. it's not who you occasionally interact with, you know, no. it's, that's not the big influence. Um, but I see this, I see this all the time you know, I have, um, I have friends and you know, every once in a while they get right into, you know, the money down thing. And I'm like, okay, who have you been hanging out with lately? <laughs> you know, because it's like, oh, you're starting to slide down. And, and there's that awareness that, that we need to limit the interaction. And it seems harsh, right? And we're kind of moving off on another tangent. But, you know, it seems harsh to say, I'm not going to hang out with you because you haven't got your shit together. Yeah. But if you want to go somewhere you're not going to get there dragging these people along with you. And that's it. And you know what? When you raise yourself a level, they have a choice. You are actually helping them because you're giving them an opportunity to raise themselves a level too. And you're giving them somebody to do it with, a partner. Yeah. And at this point, it becomes their choice. Do they want to raise themselves to that level? Or not. And if they don't, and this happens quite often, it's not a judgment, but they will fall away. They will yeah. watch you succeeding and they will take a step back. Yeah. And it's not a sad parting. It's just a sort of, we're spending less time together and nothing even needs to be said. No. It will happen totally naturally as you improve yourself. Although sometimes you have those people who like to make you wrong first so that they can kick you out. Oh, what? <laughs> are you talking about, yeah, the people who are, 
you've changed. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> you could do. <laughs> you know, you could come along with me. Yeah, yeah. If you're talking about one of those people that you've changed people there. Yeah. When they have that choice, some of them will get bitter and upset because they don't feel ready. They don't feel good enough about themselves to believe yeah. that they can achieve that level too. But when you step into your power, you become a mentor and example to them because this is, you know, this is all a downline. We are never done reaching our full confidence mm. and power potential. And the greatest coaches are being coached themselves. Mm -hmm. We are never, never, never done. So we, it's a downline. We have people above us. We have people below us and that's it. It's not that they're better or worse or anything like no. that. They're just more advanced. And maybe just in one area, they're more advanced and you exactly. know, right. So it's, it's a, it's a journey together. Cause I mean, they're, you know, it's, it's this dichotomy, right? Like if we really get woo woo, there, there is no better, or worse or upper or down or, you know, like the, the scale of all that stuff. And yet, <laughs> you know, cause we can go and say, okay, well, it's just a matter of, of changing. Yeah. Right. So we're, ex we're having a different experience of confidence, a different level of confidence. Right. But for reference for people, it's like, we often talk in terms of higher and lower. It's just, as long as people don't go into the judgment piece where, you know, they move right. into the, the spiritual narcissist where I'm <laughs> so much better than you because I've done <laughs> so much enlightenment work and I know this. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's uh, the trap. That's the ego trap. Ego the trap. ego is a brilliant oh, mofo. Yes, yes the been there. <laughs> been there. I will own that t-shirt. Oh yes. That is that is a stage of it. We all yes. have to go through it. It's okay. The ego is a brilliant <laughs> mofo, and you're gonna find out that it will find ways to trap you no matter what level you're at. Yeah. That's the game. We need that competitor. You know, if no, but if you're trying to shoot baskets and there's nobody slamming that ball down in your face. <laughs> then it's not going to be as much fun. It's just going to be easy. You know, you've yeah. got to have that competitor and your ego is that competitor. And it's a good one. It is, it a, is good a good one. one. It is. <laughs> it's fun. It can be fun to play in that for a little bit of like, oh, I'm so much more enlightened than you are. Oh, that, yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes. I'm so much more spiritual because I know all the buzzwords in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So I know we could like totally talk for hours, literally. <laughs> like, it's, I, and, I, and I didn't even check to see what time we started, but I'm getting the feeling that, that that we probably should start kind of like pulling this together okay um, all and, right let's and, get it together so, let's get it together let's get it together <laughs> so let's think about you know what what kind of tools we want to give people you know in the meantime to to start changing what they're projecting and okay. and then we're going to tease them with with the amazing workshop that's coming up ooh, ooh. which is going to be epic all right i'm so excited about that it's hard there to concentrate on this first part but <laughs> Okay, so you're projecting energy out there. Number one, find out what you're projecting. Get creative with it. Find out what you're putting out there. Look at what writing you're putting. Looking at look at what Facebook posts you're putting up, and read it as read it as a watcher. Don't read it as you. Yeah. Read it as a watcher from a different perspective. And watch yourself in video, ask people, but understand that that's going to come back, you know, <laughs> a little different depending on who you're asking. Yeah. Um, but Go out there and figure out what you're projecting. What is your energy projecting? 
once you figure out what your energy is projecting, the next question is, okay, now what do I want my energy to say about me? Mm. And actually write that down. Three words. Write down three words you want your energy to say about you. Figure it out and really nail, nail those down. What do, you want it, what do you want it to say? Yeah. Do you want it to say you're confident? Do you want it to say you're powerful? Do you want it to say you're sweet? Do you want it to say you're generous? What do you want your energy to, or intelligent? That's a big one. Yeah. What do you want your energy to say? And then after that, you ask yourself the question, okay, now who do I have to become in order for my energy to say that? Love it. Love it. That is bam. Just there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So they've got these nuggets. Now we got to talk about the workshop. Let's do this. I'm Let's so excited. I know. Me too. Because, <laughs> you know, this is, this is, I mean, yeah. Sorry, folks. This show was a teaser for the workshop. Ah, cat's out of the bag. Oops. Um, but hopefully you're enjoying this, all these juicy nuggets anyway. But the weekend, the, you know, for me, this is all about the energy because it's about the energy of the confidence and that, that dominatrix energy, which you and I have just like, we've had to change who we are to step into that role of the dominatrix. In and, the best way possible. Yes. In the best way possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I think about who you. I used to be, yeah, when I think about who I used to be, I wasn't bad. I mean, I had a great life. I yeah. wasn't bad. But now when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so much better now and I could never. <laughs> and by the way, once you land this stuff, once you change on the inside, you can't ever go back. You can't ungrow. No. You can't unstretch once you've stretched yourself like this. This is, this is amazing stuff. This is permanent change. This is actually getting you to that next level and solidifying you there so that now you have a firm foundation to reach an even higher level. Yeah. Which it just gets better and better. Yeah. So with this work, the workshop, I, I know I gotta bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not bringing out the whips this time. Sadly. Not this time. Sadly. I know. I know. Ladies, another we can workshop, do that another time. <laughs> another workshop. But we are going to be revealing our best tricks and tips and tools energetically and some physical tools without the whips to get you <laughs> solidly into this confidence, this bulletproof confidence. It's going to be epic. That is it because, you know, we've spent years as dominatrices, but there are some certain tricks that I could teach you and you could get it done <laughs> in a day, what, it, what took me maybe a year um, yeah. to refine. And it is my purpose to pass this knowledge along. We, once we reach a certain level, we have to pass this information along and that is exactly what I intend to do. So this isn't holding back. No, I want to teach all. you the exact tricks that I use for my confidence in the space, in the dungeon, so that... I'm not only projecting what I want, but the other person is picking up what I'm projecting in exactly the way that I want them to receive it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we have two dates here. We have one event that's happening in Virginia Beach, which of course is in Christie's neck of the woods. And that is September 
23rd to the 24th. Woohoo! Yeah, and come then, and visit my stomping ground. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then you get to visit my stomping ground in Toronto on October 14th through the 15th. Sweet. Yes. Yes. This is going to be something epic. We really want to arm you with all kinds of tools and strategies. And in addition to the work that we're going to be doing there, we're also going to be giving you some triconscious alignment, which is a form of hypnosis that I've actually refined with some master hypnotists. And it involves a spiritual, the spiritual side along with aligning your subconscious and conscious mind. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is aligning all of your goals together. You're super conscious, you're conscious and your subconscious so that when you go out there to project that confidence, it's coming from all three fronts. I love it. So we're going to clear off your baggage. Oh we're going to get you aligned, get yeah. you standing in the energy of the dominatrix yeah. and get, leave you with tools that are going to last the rest of your life. You'll be beating off you... men and beating off. Oh, wait, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. I meant. By choice. <laughs> I know, right? Choice. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I meant that, yeah, be, you'll be turning be, away. Yes, turning away hordes of men. And you're going to be receiving way more money because the confidence so attracts So many more opportunities. Money. Okay. I know we could talk about this. I, you know, again, we get so excited yeah. about this workshop, but we do need to wrap up this show. Let's and do that. Once again, I am so grateful that you come and play because it's always so much fun. I love it. Thank you so much for having me back, Dana. And thank your listeners for listening again. And I hope that we've given you something that you can take away and use to improve your life and improve yourself. Bang. Love it. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. <laughs>